game design podcast for two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I'm Trevor Scott and in this intro there is no Ben Slinger as he's still off gallivanting in Canada. However, he can be heard in these click pictures we prepared earlier. Please enjoy. Three to one click. Twin. Redress. Twin redress. <laughs> so so it's a, it's a game. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, where, sorry, I do that a lot. Where you... <laughs> Go on. <laughs> you and your wife go into uh, go into separate rooms to to dress the kids, and you come out. Okay, and they're wearing the exact same outfit, and you got to you got to yeah, you know got to one r- of you one of you has to go in a redress. And redress. It's a mobile game. All right. Yeah. So it's just a, it's it's a quick it's a quick sort of thing where um you're going up against someone else. One of you plays plays the dad. One of you plays the mum, and you've got to try and. Out of the multiple articles of clothing, you've got to try and you know win the twin the twin dress up. How, so wait, how do you win? Um, there it, at the end of each of your rounds, mm-hmm. you get two or three um, clothing choices in which you get to get to pick in their p- other people's games. So um, the first person to play. Oh, I see. I see. So so. You know, after after say five minutes or so, yep. you know you'll have enough votes to, to actually give a um, give a thumbs up vote. So you just keep on playing your game. Yeah, yeah. And so um, other people are they comparing the two and choosing one over the other, or are they just yep. um, voting them separately as an outfit as a whole? They see the two twins next okay, to each and other, and they swipe left and or they swipe get to right. Choose which <laughs> swipe left or swipe right? Twi- Tinder wise, Twinder. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> Twinder. That's <laughs> the name of the game. It's not no, it's not the- sexual or dating. It's about dressing in twins, but Twinder, because you swipe left to right. Okay. Uh- <laughs> or Twindress. Twin, twin, Twinderous. Twin, Twinder. Yeah, Twinder. Um, and and the thing is, if you do happen to, to dress them the same, okay. then you have to get into redress mode. All right. And is redress like time mode limit is- Or like harsher time ha- limit? Has, has a much harsher time limit. So, your normal time limit is, um, say, 30 seconds to get them dressed. All right. Um, your redress time limit is Five literally seconds. like seven seconds. Okay. You just got to throw clothes on them. So, is there a yep. mechanic for dressing them? Like, is there sort of motions? We're talking about the sort of um, uh, touch touchscreen phone game, right? So- is it that you have to pull it over their head? You have to pull their pants on. You have to plop the hat on their head. Yeah, see, that could get a bit awkward. Well, I mean, they don't get naked seconds. or anything. Oh, you just, mm. you're just saying that in seven seconds. Well, that's what's. It's got to be a bit cartoonish. <laughs> like I don't think you can so be you, inappropriate. You're using multi-touch, so you like. Yeah, so off, you're grabbing a you're grabbing time. a pair of pants from this drawer, and a, and a shirt from this cupboard, and pulling them onto this twin, this child. Simultaneous, simultaneous, yeah, simultaneously. <laughs> well, yeah, you can g- two fingers, one per pant leg. <laughs> Three fingers, head hole. Yep, arms. <laughs> so there's like pro techniques to this. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, but you you lose points if the if the child gets too disgruntled because you like m- shove them around too much. And uh, mm. you put, or you put clothes on them that were too small, and it, like hurt their head as it went on over their, onto their, onto their neck, or back. Yeah, exactly. You got to make sure it's inside out, the right way, inside out. 
Yeah. I kind of like that. It's kind of fun. <laughs> um, and I like the fact that it's a mobile game, so it's sort of like you're always going against... You You don't necessarily go up against friends or anything like that. You're just going up against someone else, and you've you've got... So, I mean, what are, the chances, what are the chances of you dressing them the same, though? They're probably not very high. Um, I guess that's just a... I guess that's just on the off chance. But, it, but it's just... If if you do get into redress mode, or um, maybe it's also if, if you, you get if you win the redress, you get you get you know in game currency that you can spend on shit on more clothes, presumably. Um, yeah. Well, but also maybe it's not just if you dress in the same. Maybe it's if you get a tie or something like you ca- you can't get a clear winner between your original uh, outfits. Yeah, so you you both um, get launched back into the into the redress if you're both still playing. Yeah, yeah. But the problem is you you may not be. Both well, playing, you get a notification, so. you've got a minute or something to respond. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We don't have to work out all those details. That's cool. Else does. That's cool. Um, refresh. Yes. <laughs> Three, two, one, click. I did it this time. Avalanche. Detonation. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that goes well together. So, is this- It's just like a, um, a game where you have to sort of c- uh, figure out where best to detonate to set the avalanche off in the way you want it. Um, so, have you seen- um, Mystery Science Theater: The Return. I have not. No. Okay. So one of the one of the episodes of that, um, they they looked at the old film Avalanche. Okay. Which had um, Mia Farrow and I can't remember what the dude's name was, but um, in it it was a it was one of those sort of disaster films where an avalanche occurs yep. in in like this ski resort, and there's someone out out there who's trying to set off a specific a particular type of detonation to um, basically stop the avalanche from occurring, but he doesn't get there in time to actually stop the avalanche from occurring. Spoilers. So maybe it's it's one of these things that he's got to try and you got to analyze the ice shelf up on the mountain okay. and and determine where to set off the detonation. If you set it off in the wrong place, you see like the the ski resort get washed away in the in the avalanche. Yeah. And, that sort of stuff. All right. So, it's like procedurally generated mountain. Yep. Uh, with different sort of weaknesses and uh, I, I don't know, like what prov- like what defines where an avalanche uh, doesn't doesn't sort of kick off uh, is I guess it's probably about like the 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 tree the build up of snow the build up of snow and like the trees and things that could maybe like I don't and know the gradient and yeah yeah so how do you like. How do how do you analyze how do you let someone analyze this in a way that doesn't just become well if I set it off here let's see what happens <laughs> I mean that's fun don't get me wrong I'd like a a really well done avalanche simulator where it's just like all right dynamite here watch it just tumble down see what it destroys maybe it's like a okay burnout crash it's an mode add on for steep. <laughs> Well, it's an add-on for steep right, in which you can right, set off an right. avalanche, or you're trying to stop avalanches from happening on people's on people's um, like mountains. Going is steep down. multiplayer? Maybe it's it's not an add-on f- for steep. It's like we hack the game steep, where we could just log into people's multiplayer games and set off avalanches, and they just have to like <laughs> fucking ski or snowboard or bloody whatever else for their lives. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say that like. Uh, you remember Burnout Crash Mode, where it was just like you had the one chance. You drive your car into a into an intersection, and mm-hmm. yeah, you had a little bit of after- aftertouch and stuff. But basically, it was it was pretty much on how that initial timing and direction speed went. Um, I'm thinking it's kind of like that, but it's like how much damage you can do with an avalanche 
with a single detonation to set it off. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, you've got this procedurally generated mountain. At the bottom of it is a fucking town or, like, spotted around, like, ski lodges and stuff. And you get points for how much shit you damage and destroy. <laughs> That'd be fun. Three, two, one, quick. Figment. Candy. Okay. Okay, so it's a game where you play an author. Okay. And your muse is a figment of your imagination that is actually just a sentient piece of candy. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, so, you d- so you're trying to write- You're an author, you're trying to write a book, but you can't so help thinking putting smarties into every- maybe you play the every, piece of candy. Every story. Maybe you play the candy. Yes. So you have to, p- you have to pick the strategic points to say- uh, like, look, I really think if you put some whiz fizz into the story right here, it would just really increase the dramatic tension of this scene. And, <laughs> because, and then, like, he wasn't sharing the whiz fizz. You, 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 you say whiz fizz, and he starts putting in things about cocaine and stuff like that. Into- <laughs> okay. So, there's sort of an interpretation going on. You're not a very loud muse. You're sort of just whispering. Yeah. And, um, you're kind of like- Oh, I can't do callbacks, damn it. Um, <laughs> what were you going to say? I was going to say kind of like the um, kind of like the finger button game. Right. I mean, you can't, you it's can't gonna, get caught by him. By the way, this is going <laughs> to come later, so you could technically call it back. It's just to a previous episode then. Yeah. Um, so, I'm thinking you're, you're a sentient piece of candy yep. who can't be caught by, by the, um, the author. Okay. So, you're candy-sized. I was kind of thinking- Anthropomorphic human-sized candy, but you're thinking whatever the size of that candy is. <laughs> I'm just now imagining like this massive Mars yeah, bar walking with in. like legs and arms and a face. It's it's basically like what a guy in a giant Mars bar suit would look like, with like the face hole of just a human face, arms sticking out the sides. You find out that the end is just his next door neighbour, <laughs> just likes to dress <laughs> just up as candy. Fuck with him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking like a, a, a tiny piece of candy, yeah, okay. almost like um, almost like a, a hard boiled lolly sort of yeah. thing. Um, but your whole thing is that you know if if he's looking around and that sort of stuff. He, so it's a stealth and game. He sees you. It's a stealth it's game a stealth where game. you have to whisper your candy related um, ideas as the, as his muse into his ear, but without being seen. So how do you without being seen? Do you have to get close enough to him then? Like, do you have to get onto his shoulder to get into, like, whisper into his ear? Or do you have to, like, how do you get the, how do you get the ideas into him? Well, sometimes you can, you can, you know, maybe have the TV turn on at the opportune moment or the, or the sound turn on on the TV at the opportune moment to, to like, um, you know, give, give, him give an, an idea. idea. So you don't necessarily have to say the idea. It's just like, there's all these different ideas, you know, around the room. Right. Are they all candy related? (laughs) They don't have to be. Okay, but you do veer towards that being a polywaffle. So, um, (laughs) I'm I'm just imagining now that, like, you you see on the on the TV every 15 seconds or so, there there looks to be an ad for Mars. Yeah, and he he's looking for. We have to license all the different brands. For this game. It's going to be expensive, but I think it'll be worth it. Yeah. We can't have knockoffs. Um, so, so I'm seeing him going, oh, I need, I need a, I need a planet that, that this group can colonize. Right. And it's like, you just, you quickly, you know, if you jump you, on the remote, hit, if you hit, you know, the, un, like the mute button at the, at the wrong time, yeah. 
you know, it it has like some other. There's porn, um, and he puts in Uranus. <laughs> it just doesn't work narratively. <laughs> no, there's there's no ancient civilization I can think of there. I need another planet. <laughs> <laughs> just get to try again. <laughs> I kind of yeah okay so it's really so just so it's actually just all these really specifically set up events where you have to use some sort of candy related term. <laughs> um. It's kind of like a Mad Libs. Yeah, yeah. So he's just writing the story. Um, you know, oh, yeah. oh my god, Jennifer, you're such a. <sighs> And, and you, like, jump on a box of Smarties. Oh, Smarty Pants. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> but if you- You knock over Smarties but if you there, look, but-, but if you put Skittles there, it's like, you're such a Skittles. What? That doesn't make sense. But if you're trying to think of, like, what what little, what little, ki- no, what little kids game should we play? This of, like, Skittles makes sense in that point. <laughs> that point. <laughs> <laughs> What's that ancient word for between things? And then you put the Twix out on. Betwi- oh, betwixt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I can't come up with what I wanted to. <laughs> I need a name for a character. Violet Crumble. <laughs> <laughs> Except because, because you can't do crunch. Like, maybe you'd like- say you have to choose between similar ones. Because, like, you can't do crunchy at that point. For that prompt, but a violet crumble makes sense. It's only honey, but it has to be a honeycomb related chocolate bar. I, I, I need like I need a legitimate wrapper. M and M's. Yeah, you can't put Smarties. What DJ Smarty? I don't know who that is. M and M. Oh yeah, he was around in the nineties. <laughs> All right, that was- three, two, one, quick. No, I'm not doing bestiality. Come on, frightening pearl. Frightening pearl. Um, something to do with clams. <laughs> yep. That if you frighten them in the right way, they open up and, and you can take the Okay. Pearl. Okay. Yeah. 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 Some sort of timing based game. How do you frighten a clam? <laughs> um, massive fucking hammer. Yeah. Okay. Clam bake. Yep. Yep. Uh, um, <laughs> this is dumb. They're actually really, they're actually like just really scared of clowns. That's a little known fact about clams. <laughs> but give them a like, and not, and it's funny, like not the creepy sort of clown, like the happiest clown you can think of, but that'll just freak them the fuck out. Like I'm not talking Pennywise, I'm talking Ronald McDonald. He's the only happy, he's oh, the only happy clown I can think of. All right, maybe we won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> See, so, when, when you say clown, there's only two clowns I can think of. Yeah. Uh, one is Pennywise, and the other one is a certain entertainer that played with his purple-headed puppet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's, like, one other person that'll get that joke. <laughs> Maybe two. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, let's just try one more. Three, two, one. Click. <laughs> Classmate. Yam. <laughs> oh, okay. So this is a callback to the uh, episode with Brendan from the Hungry Gamers. This is so. This is for those who missed that episode. It was a world with, full of sentient vegetables after a terraforming incident had gone awry. This is set ye- hundreds of years later, 
uh, when society is where they're settled- learning about. Well, no, the, no, um- I think society has settled down a little bit, and these vegetables have like made a peaceful world for themselves. Yeah, and they're in a classroom learning about. Oh, it, I and see. Then it's yeah, all about the yam and his classmate. Right. Yes. Okay. So they're in history. They're in history class, uh, learning about the great leafy yam war. Yep. Uh, and what happens? <laughs> Oh, you're leaving that to me? Is it a dating game? Maybe there's, like, racial tensions between the- <laughs> Between the different root vegetables? Well, well, wait, did they just, like- Was there a genocide? Did they completely wipe out the leafy, leafy vegetables, or did they eventually come to so. some, sort of, <laughs> some sort of accordance and- on, on, on this continent, yes. Okay. Okay. Well, it'd be interesting to bring in those race relations now in a su- supposedly civilized society- Maybe maybe it is a sort of a dating game style thing where um, you're in a previously segregated uh, school with only root vegetables, but- And your new classmate comes in and it's a leak. And it's a leak. Yeah. Well, wait, is a leak? Yeah, I guess a leak grows above ground, right? Yeah. They kind of have bulbs though, huh? Yeah. Maybe that's- Maybe they get a pass. Maybe it's like a- <laughs> I don't know. The- they're a leafy roof, root vegetable. Yeah. So they they kind of they kind of in the middle. They're kind of a, a half breed. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so um, it's about navigating the social. Uh, it's a point and click adventure game, and it's all about navigating navigating the school year. Navigating the school year at this yeah racially charged event. Over- overcoming the differences from between this previously segregated school and yep. learning that your best friend can actually be, you know, who you've been taught to to hate. Yes. So it's it's really you know it's an amazing tale of of racism, but shown through vegetables. Yeah, absolutely. Veg and veg-ism. how you know <laughs> leafism. Yeah, like yeah, green greenism or something. Leafism, yeah. Um, so I'm imagining, you know, maybe the the leak comes in and just wears a massive hat to like cover the leaves to to cover the leaves. Yeah. So um, who, who's so that character? Maybe she's like, is she a yam? I guess she's a yam. We'll, we'll stick with the yeah, yam as the main the sort of character. Um, Jan Jan the yam. <laughs> yep, sounds good. Yep. And uh, so is the and, and so is the leak. Is it a love interest or is it like a best, like you're learning to like them as a friend sort of thing? How does this? Um, I, I think Mass Effect style, you can choose whether you, whether you okay, want to pursue okay. a romantic relationship with these people. Yeah. Um, fair enough. Cause in Mass Effect, you didn't have to go down any of that. Any of the romance paths. Yeah. That's, that's probably good. It's probably best to keep, like, there's no mandatory romance stuff. We're telling a story between people getting to know each other and. And understanding each other's differences, and and I, I suppose the good thing about the fact that this is a vegetable society, this is this is a, a society in which there's no two sexes. It's oh, just one sex. Okay, okay, that you know. So it, it's it's a monosexist. Yeah, or what it, whatever they they call the. Um, They're all completely androgynous looking as well, like. I don't, yep. I don't know if androgynous makes sense in a lit- in a society where there's literally <clears throat> one gender, but from our multi-gendered perspective, uh, we we make sure that that they're designed in a way that does not imply. Well, I mean, I guess it depends on whether they want to identify. Well, no, I, I don't know. Fuck. No, they right. they don't need to. You you've got to you've got to get out of this whole 
male female thing. It's it's just it's vegetable. It's just vegetable. <laughs> but I mean, it's gonna be it's just it's gonna be difficult from coming from our world that is that yeah yeah yeah. But <laughs> we don't have to worry about that because we're we're just the designers. That's the develop. You know, the people who actually you know, okay, put it all okay. together. But I'm just saying, we're coming with up with that, the so. idea. We need. <laughs> all right, Jesus. All right, okay. So Jan the Yam meets Monique the Leak. <laughs> they become best friends. No, but it can't be Monique the Leak because the Leak doesn't want to let them know that she's got the um the leafy the leafy. Well, but I mean, so, it's all, so like, it's like it becomes obvious at some point. Yeah, um, it's one of those things that you know everyone just thinks that Monique wears this like massive hat, um, because you know it's all the fashion nowadays. Yeah. But um, Jane the Yam finds out that Monique is actually a leak and not, like, I don't know, a turnip or whatever that <laughs> she was originally trying Ca- to say. A carrot. I mean, the colour's all wrong, but I'm just thinking of things that are long-ish. <laughs> yeah. I'm just a misshapen, misshapen turnip. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, th- I think this could, this could be quite an interesting um, look, at, look at race relations and, and sexuality in, in this yeah. unusual world. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I think, it's, I think it could have some, some really interesting things to say. Um, um, I, I, th- I think you can, you can have like maybe some later, later things where other people find out that Monique is actually a leak and like try to get a lynch mob ready to go and all oh, this geez, sort of stuff. Right, and it's, yeah. It's where the- well, it's, Cut off her leaves. Exactly. You know, eat her. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Do vegetables eat other vegetables in this world? Yeah, they're-, they're I don't know. What, what's the vegetable version of carnival? <laughs> oh, cannibal. They're, well, they're all just vegetarians. <laughs> 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 that adds- so they stop. They stop having nutrients from the from the ground, and they just well. Eat. That's yeah. That's maybe that's part of them becoming sentient. Like they used to take nutrients from the ground, um, and maybe they still can. But it means they have to literally like bury themselves back into back the ground, into the ground. Yeah. See, this could be an interesting thing to let's explore this world a little bit more. A- apart from just the relationships and the race stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, Although, I mean, obviously, the fact that they may then have to eat each other for nutrients uh, yep. obviously the, brings in some tension. I'm imagining when you, when you go home, like, your bedroom is literally just a patch of, like, nice soil. Yeah, you just dig yourself that you in. You can just and- dig yourself back yeah. in and your roots, like, start sucking up the water from underneath. And your mum goes, do you want a drink of water before you go to bed? And she gets the watering can <laughs> and puts it into your just soil. Pulls the string and, yeah, like, the water- Pulls from the water and can that's that's perched above your bedroom or above the house. There you go, darling. <laughs> just wallow in the, the mud. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, so this is interesting because uh, you know root vegetables probably do have to go underground to to get those nutrients, but leafy vegetables just have to like stick their toes in, um, <laughs> or like put down some roots, I guess. Uh, so you know they live in very different societies. Yeah, definitely. Um, Oh, I wonder, like, because t- the root, the root vegetables, they don't like this. They probably don't like the sun very much, really. I don't know. They they used no, to living I, underground. I think, I think in in this area, like, um, their nighttime is actually daytime. Oh, okay. Normally, so they're sort of more, they're know, more nocturnal. Well, the sun's coming up. It's, it's curfew and that sort of yeah. Stuff. So how does that work with the kind of integration between the leafy vegetables and the root vegetables? Because uh, well, Monique, Monique's just going to school, which is at at nighttime, right? It's um, just because she happened to be in the catchment area for that school, and there was no other 
leaf school that would take her. Or her, her, her parent, or if, if you want to. Because <laughs> I'm trying to, her trying seed to go mother. The, yeah. Um, so if the, if the, it turns out, you know, the seed, the seed mother, um, didn't, just wanted to homeschool, um, you know, right. her, its child. Yeah. Um, but. Well, it shouldn't even be seed you know, mother. Monique, Monique, yeah, I don't, don't know. Bearer. Seed bearer. Seed bearer. Seed bearer. Um, but seed bearer, I want to go to school. Um, she goes, but you know, our, our kind is all shunned throughout, throughout this. And she goes, throughout the, oh, the muddy plains. They go, <laughs> this is really hard not, not using he, she pronouns. <laughs> they, yep. what, why did I start? This? They is okay. fine. They yeah, is um, fine. Okay. So they, they decide to, um, to send you know, Monique to school, to, to the Monique local to school and, root vegetable school. And, you know, it turns out that, this this whole time they've um they've had you know a a leafy intruder in their midst and it's just right so but literally goes in as a disguise disguised as a root vegetable yeah because leaf vegetables are, are still hated yeah, throughout, yeah, um, throughout town and there's all propaganda being being taught in schools and maybe maybe the whole the whole object of the game is to try and fix this this small End town racism into accepting <laughs> Accepting and ending racism. Well, no, I, yeah, the love, of, the love of another child. Well, I think no. If we, I mean, if we're doing this as kind of a a, a nice educational thing on racism in the real world, it, the the end result needs to be that like racism do- is just going to end, and it's all about seeing people, or in this case, vegetables as vegetables, and uh, y- you know, doing your best and te- and teaching the next generation and, and like fighting against. Racism and systematic racism, but that it's there's no one cure all. Yep. Um, this is part one of like <laughs> set over just what set just over generations. Many stories set over generations. Just one of the many stories, and it's like maybe it's telltale like in in that you know um, Monique will remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Different endings and stuff. Yeah, I like that. Cool, cool. I like that coming yeah. coming back teach, to teach vegetables to all an old friend to all get along. Uh, That's rather heavy. Let's see if we can get a little bit lighter in the next one. <laughs> but Three, two, one, well, quick. sorry, I was, damn it. That's no, fine. I was trying to come up with a joke, no. um, uh, but I lost. I lost it. I was going to say like teach teach vegetables to all get along, but fuck the fruit. <laughs> Those guys are horrible. Like they're not even worth looking at. <laughs> And don't get me started on tomatoes. <laughs> Are they fruit? Are they vegetables? <laughs> Nobody knows. Either way, they're not root vegetables, so they could get fucked. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today on BitStorm. You can check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We are BitStormCast on all those. Find us on iTunes. We, we'd really love it if you could rate, review, and subscribe to us there. We've also got a website, BitStormCast.com. We'd like to thank Kuradust for our theme song, Mount Defiance, off of the album Containment Failure. Ben's been working on, on a website, Podchaser, so feel free to check that out using the beta key BitStorm and give this episode and all our other episodes and podcasts a bit of a rating on there as well. We'd also like to say hello to all our fellow AGPN podcasts out there. Uh, check them out on Twitter by following the hashtag AGPN or on Facebook, the Australasian Gaming Podcast Network. And I've been Trevor Scott, and Ben has been Ben Slinger, and thank you for joining us on this episode of BitStorm.